first of all, my bad. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit, so I've been drinking, I've been drinking, and uh, <laughs> didn't realize what time it was. Hey, Dina, Dina, see you in the back. Let me let me get my other drink out because that's let me tell you something. I'm on vacation. I've had a rough, rough week, so I'm drinking and doing whatever I want to do. <sighs> anyway, back to business. I want to point out that I'm really working on um, my podcast. I need you guys to follow me because I'm actually on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So I need you guys to follow me because I'm dropping some new content over there. We are expanding the brand, which I have been forever. But like I said, we got the Apple podcast. We got Google. And we also have uh, Spotify. So y'all go check that out. Please, 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 please. Go follow. And I also dropped a video today on Commission Review. Let's talk about it. Talking about um, takeoffs. Please, y'all go check it out. I did a quick video. Please. Mama, what's good? How you doing, baby? I can't hear you. I'm doing good. I was sitting here. I forgot I was on mute. But hey, everybody. What is going on? So I did put it in the group chat. I don't know where the queens are at. You know how yeah, I think it. they probably thought because on the thing it was eight ten, so they might be straggling in a little late. That's eight ten. Okay, my bad. Well, I just I thought I was late myself to be honest because I had um was sitting here and I was doing some other stuff and I thought I was late. So whatever, we'll go ahead and get a little started. We'll wait for everybody. Why don't you go ahead and do a recap while we wait for everybody to come on in? Oh Lord. <laughs> this is a doozy one, girl. I said I was gonna start taking notes so I could get things in in order. Oh, I said those are all easier. Uh, but uh, let me go just off memory real quick. Okay, so um, there was a scene with Giselle and her daughters in the salon, oh. and she used a foot towel to wipe her nose off, or she felt her face was sweaty or greasy or something, and her kids called her nasty. And mm -hmm. then we were talking about their uh, the twins' 16th birthday party. Then mm -hmm. you had Candace, her sister, I don't remember her name, and Chris um, having a conversation, and she had drank too much wine, and she was recovering from a migraine and um so she wasn't gonna drink with them then they got to talking about ashley and he said this is a woman's conversation and he exited it then ashley uh at the beginning ashley was still you know tripping off michael and shows up at candace's house which looks to be like morning but they're having cheese and wine and whatnot okay uh -huh. and yes. somewhat bonding talked about ashley's a uh, hockey player and Karen and her going out to dinner in other cities with somebody that wasn't Ray. And um, then uh, let's see, Ashley, Karen and Wendy go to pick tulips in the freezing cold. And Get where the hot mess right there. I mean, these stage conversations, this is worse than Zeus, okay? Okay, look, but look, we're going to get we gonna get into it, but go, go ahead, finish it up. And, uh, so then they, um, that's when Wendy is starting the idea of the burn party, and then, you know, Ashley's trying to make her send individual invitations. She's like, nope, I'm sending the same one to everybody. 
And um, so let's just skip to the burn party. And it it started off a little rocky, but it it was. But, but, but look, we're gonna save that for last. That, that we're gonna save that. Yeah. So that. it started off a little rocky, then it smoothed out, and then there was a whole lot of turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy. Let me tell you something, uh, girl. This whole entire episode to me was like a little bit of ghetto fabulous. I want to say it was ghetto fabulous. Mm -hmm. A lot of things were going on. It was a hot mess. Okay. So I feel like it was so much. We cool. You change. I'm, I'm like, what the hell are we going back and forth? Okay. So Ashley and Candace. Mm-hmm. That was all stage because you see that little love affair didn't last long at all. And she in the confessional, like, I know I shouldn't have let that hoe in my house. Don't invite no, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about as far as Ashley and Candace talking and, and her having her over and having her to her house and wanna be, you know, even in even side note. So when she asked her to come in and, and she, she was all happy, you know, I never I had married before. Her house, but whatever, that's cool. Then when she was like talking to confessional, we should be close. We're young, we're black, we've been the pageant. She's cool, she's not being a hoe. And I was like, girl, you already had the smoke, as far as what I mean by that, but the negative, you were already coming in with that. So you already, because as to me, somebody was coming in like, ooh, ooh, I'm excited. That's mm, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, because I got some friends that are hoes in. And, you know, I've said that before, but we don't have the same history as okay. Ashley and Candace. But, you know, I'd be like, yeah, that's my, you know, um, when I'm when I'm when I'm ready to hit the streets, they know where all the good places is at. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, every friend serves a purpose. And I guess if it was just like general conversation, it would be different. But I think because they have the history it's definitely taken a shade. Hmm. Well, I don't mean okay. In my in my opinion, uh, I feel like that the poor poor little mama, she really did think that she was, you know what I'm saying, like coming to a situation, coming to an event where it's like I'm coming to hang out. She's like she said she's like a queen of Egypt, whatever she said, because she's eating she's emperor, excuse me, because she's eating sushi, she's joining herself, blah, 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 whatever. And I got that as well. But for me, it's like, girl, um, She's feeding you to get information about you. I'm gonna be mm. real. Because look at the she's I mean, I understand because what was going on because everybody was talking about her stuff, but no remember, Ashley really wasn't talking because she was trying to figure out the leak. That's what I really wanted to get into. First topic. I wanted but I'm waiting for everybody to come in because they're skipping over it. She well, told here's, here's my whole thing. She told, she's told certain people. Only she made a point of saying it on camera. She told certain people about you know her and Michael or whatever, and I'm not sure who Michael talked to. That's, that's one thing we, we can't leave out. I don't know who Michael talked to, but for the way he's acting, how he's pissed off and left the planet or whatever, shot an orbit. But he probably only told certain people as well. So the question is, who told the T? Okay, for the blogs. We know who the blog is, the blogger is, but you know. 
Well, um, my whole thought process is that there is mounds of production that are filming you saying that, okay, y'all going to release this press statement. And it gets released a few days, I guess, uh, uh, ahead of time or whatever. But I wouldn't put it past Ashley to have leaked it because Michael went and had a vasectomy. And in one minute, she's like, well, he thinks I want more kids. You know, we still live together. We've stopped having, you know, intimate relations and blah, blah, blah. And then the next minute, it's like, um, oh, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. But you were searching for him in the daytime with a flashlight after he had the surgery trying to figure out where he was. True, true. Now but, you don't care, right? Well, I mean, but well, that's true as well. Um, I, girl, I don't. It's just, it's just backwards, uh, as backwards to me. It's like, look, first of all, you in the public eye. You, for all you know, when y'all filed those separation papers, it could have been somebody in the courthouse. You know what I'm saying? That uh, went and, and told everybody that what was going on. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm just thinking like, you know, it could it could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. Yes. But I'm just I'm just talking about the facts as far as like, the you know, as far as the beginning part. Me talking about um, Ashley, me talking about um, Candace. Supposedly should be friends, but it's so shady. It it definitely is, and this is why I don't like. Um, like of course, Giselle and Robin, you can see that they have been good friends for a hundred years, and years, <laughs> and um, you know whatnot. So it for me, it's like some of these like forced relationships, or I barely knew somebody. I bring them on the show. You know, I don't think that Ashley and Candace were in a place of the greatest, you know what I'm saying, friendships to be bringing somebody on the show. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then like, oh, this is my girl. You know, we we ran in the pageant circuit, circuit together. The same thing that happened with Monique and Winter. You know, it's like I know of her. I've only known her in this setting and then when you start being friends with somebody, then you get a whole different uh, outlook on who they are as a person. Just like when they say when, you know, couples are in the honeymoon phase and then they live together. And then it's like, oh, hell no. You know, you see their habits, good and bad. You see their morning, evening rituals, good or bad. The wig comes off. You see the beard when it ain't been dyed. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff that you see. It's like looking at the wizard behind the curtain. Once you start being friends with somebody or living with somebody or being around them um, more than just every two or three months at a pageant event. You know what I'm saying? So I think that when they try to throw all these women together who are not organically friends to begin with, that's why there's a lot of these issues and why they can't come back from them versus like, you know, Karen and Giselle been friends for years. You know, every two or three years they have a big falling out, but then they get back together. And it does seem to me a bit genuine. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I got friends. We might not speak two or three years or whatever. Then we'll get back cool. And, you know, hopefully we don't have no more issues. But these these chicks that really don't know each other outside of the show 
and that aren't forming relationships when they're not filming, then it just comes across staged, forced, cringy. There is no way with Ashley and Candace's history, they should have ever been in either one of them house. Now, if they'd have been at a restaurant, I could have saw that. But you invite somebody to your home, that's a le certain level that, of respect that you have for them. And then for what happened later on, it was just, <clears throat> y'all be coming to bail me out of jail. That's all I got to say. Not out of jail. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello, hello, Erica. We've had some uh, difficulty with the link. And so I'm happy to see that you are here, Mama. Welcome, hey, hey. Welcome. Well, yes, welcome. So what we're talking about, we're in the beginning stages of this live. We're kind of going slow, waiting for everybody to come in. The live is something like is everything's going so even when people coming in the chat. So everybody, please, if you don't mind, I never asked it before. Content creators who are coming in as far as my panel, please share this on your community wall, please. Tag my name in it with the at me. Please share on your community wall, share it on your Twitter, hashtag you know, RHOP. Um, I'm not sure what's going on today. It's like weird. So go ahead, Mom. We're talking about the beginning. We're literally talking about the very beginning stages where we had the Ashley conversation with Candace and her speaking about black girl magic, we're the pageant girl, ah, ah, ah. and speaking about um, really um, Ashley's situation going on with the announcement that was leaked. And then go right here. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting. I think Dina made some good points, a tail end of what I caught, because Ashley and Candace aren't really friends. You know what I mean? I think Candace is happy for Ashley because she, you know, never really appro approved of Michael Darby. Um, so I think they have moments where they're in and out of their friendship, quote unquote. Um, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like Candace was kind of smiling her face and basically calling her hoe in confessional. So I was kind of like, okay, so yeah, so they're not really friends anyway. So it was sort of like, you know, fake tea and crumpets, which is you know, it happens. So it's okay. Um, as far as the leak goes, I think, you know, just from what I've heard out on the blog streets or whatever, like everyone knew in the DC Potomac area. So for her to act like so shocked and who's telling my private business and is it someone in my circle? Uh, you know, I think that, yeah, that's, not a thing. <laughs> wow, really? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, several bloggers have said that they heard it already and they, you know, other people knew about it. And I'm not even sure if we're really even seeing the actual people who are in Ashley's circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, who was yeah. she with when she met the hockey player? Like, it was none of these ladies. So clearly she has some friends that aren't part of the show. Wow. Welcome to my cheeks. In the building, I'm so happy you are here, Mama. We were talking about the beginning stage. We spoke about the conversation between Ashley and um, Candace and the leak. What do you want to add, Mama? I'm so happy to see you, Mama. Hey, ladies. I'm happy I finally get in. Um, got into the stream yard. Mm, I really don't have anything to say about the beginning of the episode. It was a lot of fakery once we get to the end of the episode so everything i saw in the beginning was phoniness um i don't care about ashley and her husband they divorced i don't care about any of that um so yeah i'm, I'm ready to read people on 
closer towards the end. <laughs> yes, because I got some few choice words for the end. Uh, and wow. sorry for being late. No, I was up debating if I was going to go get one more lotto ticket or not, but I decided not. Well, that's okay, because I got some, and you know, with $1.9 billion, I got enough to share. Definitely. Girl, okay, so you have nothing, to, you don't, so you don't have anything to add. I know we're going to get um, to the end and everything, but you don't have anything at all you want to add at all. That's it. Because they weren't really talking about too much that I cared about, and I just want Candace to know, even though I believe all the ladies are lying on you, you have to watch. You're bringing up stuff about Karen, and you don't know if that info on Karen is true or not. You don't want people saying things about you. Don't be spreading stuff about other people unless you have receipts. So did y'all not have anything to say? Okay, well, it's not really a small part, but I mean, I know there's a lot of fillers in this episode, but Mia and her, her husband... Um, interacting with the kids and talking about how they actually met on the beach and all oh, that. With her stuff. good line ass. Oh, I didn't oh, know. Right. I thought you were at the beginning of the episode. I well, didn't know I took no, well, I mean, the beginning of the episode was really, we've already talked about it already, honestly. And then you kind of gave your quick notes about it, which is aligned with everybody else. So I just went ahead and moved on because to me, when I did my notes, it was actually in Candace the beginning, and then um, it was showing Mia. And her family and her pussy popping on the handstand allegedly, and all the things and the things. <laughs> Go ahead, Tia. Woo, child. Okay. So now Mia is a habitual pathological liar because in the first season that she was on there, she said that she met. Um, G at her place of employment where they were evening gowns and um, served steak and lobster and, and that he was spending thousands of dollars just to talk to her. Mm -hmm. And then today or last night, I should say, now we get this. I was in Miami on a girl's trip and it got interrupted. And then I was uh, popping it, popping it, popping it, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And he was was married at the time and mm. for me I felt like that was a dig to his ex-wife like mm -hmm. I just need to put it on film that I took your man after one weekend oh in my wow home. wow I didn't even think but I way. always say and this ties into what we were just the same way you get them is the same way you lose them. And I never thought about Candace talking about Karen's business. See, all these seasons, it happens over and over again. Some look just like they was uh, making fun of Karen and her taxes. And then the next season, Robin had tax issues. Then they making fun of somebody else's marriage. And then the next season, somebody getting divorced. You got to be careful what you let slip out your mouth. Because if you ain't grateful for what you have and trying to downplay others about what they have or don't have, God will place you in the same position. Hello, Queen. Undisputed. Come on through red and black. But that's exactly what, what we see transpire in a lot of these shows. Y'all making fun 
of, you know, people going through real serious relationship issues, y'all making fun of their tax issues or moving or whatever. And then two or three ever seasons down the road when everybody, you think everybody forgot about that. When you going through that same situation, now you want sympathy. Now you want to play the victim. Now you want everybody out your business, but you wasn't saying the same thing when you was rolling on the floor and making fake t-shirts about people's taxes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So when, when the train come back around and you get run over by the train, now you want to sue. But yeah. mm-hmm. So we were talking about Miss Mia and her pussy popping on the our handstand uh, mod. I would love to hear. <laughs> I would First love of to all, hear. I want to appreciate Kamisha and let her know we love you. I am so happy and blessed to know that you're doing good. All right. And that every day is a blessing. Which, you know, when you get up in the morning, you just don't know what you're going to face. Yeah. All right. So I am, I am thankful to God that you're here with us. Okay. Um, because you, you just don't know. You just don't know. Now let's go. Go ahead. What, what was the question about the pussies? <laughs> First of all, thank you because yes, everybody knows that I recently had uh, a brush with some violence. Uh, I, I was at work and I got, I mean, unfortunately got uh, shot at uh, with my other coworker, but we were we were all okay. Everybody was okay, but it was just a, a really, you know hope experience. But people who were behind the scenes. They look a lot like these ladies right here on the panel. And so, Mata, I appreciate you. But, yes, yeah, we, we, we are talking about Mia. She said she attempted to pussy pop on the handstand with her husband. With oil yeah, pot. she said she did everything but that. It but was that, she, with the man that she ended up taking <laughs> ain't from. Ain't no bad. Listen, ain't no bad. You, you know, Dina knows. You know, Dina, Dina has been telling me, Maud, let people be. Let people be. If they decide to have this kind of a, a, a marriage, let them be okay you're not gonna have a you're not gonna find a mod in any other marriage that's why i remain undisputed <laughs> well no actually she took him from somebody he was married that's what i'm saying okay and then the extras, like when we were on the live i said look i mean on the spaces i said look if that's how they want to live you got to let them get it how they live because what our perception of what we would think would be a marriage or what we wouldn't do with the married person is not the same as everybody else's so sometimes you just gotta let a hoe be a hoe Okay. Wait a minute, but the wife i'm pretty sure hold on but the wife i'm pretty sure wasn't happy about that so that's oh no that's the element I'm talking about because him. she didn't have to bring the wife up. She didn't. She could have said we was doing whatever on the beach. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to bring that ex-wife into it, but she did. And, that and, yeah, and it's not, it's not a thing. You'd be a. You should be ashamed of it. Mm. Right, and when he go get the next big booty duty, when he go get the next big booty thing, and she up on the screen or whatever, dropping it like it's hot, and actually does pussy popping on a handstand, and that girl says it, she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she was stole my man! I can't believe um, we invited in a third, and now he's divorcing me and marrying her." And yeah, because you were sitting up here gloating. You know what I'm saying? You were gloating about some foul, sh- you know. Mm. But then, uh, this is, but then this is how it works, Dina. Though, 
I know. That's what I'm saying. You're going to sit up here and want the sympathy card, but you didn't have no sympathy for his ex-wife when you you should have stayed with the story that that he was single at the time and y'all met at the uh, entertainer's club and you was uh, dropping it like it was hot or giving him conversation while he ate his steak and lobster. That should have been your story and then you should have stuck to it. But now you didn't spun another story probably because maybe you didn't have issues with the wife off off camera during the meantime. Yeah, no, I like, know. I'm, I'm waiting on an opportunity to throw a dig. No, ma'am. No, I ma'am. do I do think that that she probably literally took him from her. I know I don't know I don't oh, know. I believe it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, But she might she might have taken him away from the from from her. Okay. It might not play in this lifetime, but she has a daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, right? You play daddy, it might not happen in your lifetime, but the consequences of the things that you have done, mm. and that brings and up God in point. His own wisdom. In God in His own wisdom, He said, "You know what? I'll give you a daughter." And that's why we talk about generational blessings, generational curses. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that was the main thing I saw from the. It was two things I saw in that scene. Number mm-hmm. one, get them kids in check. They doing too much hollering in the microphone with these cameras. Okay, that, all that right now. Number two, you in the confessional confessing to stealing a man from his ex wife, hmm. having sex on the beach with the audience. And doing everything but pussy popping, and you have a thirteen-year-old son. Uh huh. You don't think uh-huh. the people in his classroom today have been saying, "Oh, your mama was pussy popping in Miami." Oh wow! Like you're not even thinking about your children while you just talking reckless to be making TV. And that's it's why this society is so broken. It's mm-hmm. so broken that I don't understand why we are watching toxic relationships on Zeus. Oh, and, and then we're going to watch them when we clearly know this is a toxic, abusive relationship, marriage, whatever you want to call it. And just because. Listen, VH1, I was extending grace. <laughs> Every time she says that I'm going to take a sip, let's see if I can remain Zeus on my chair. Here? Because I got me a glass. I cannot. I cannot. But but you know what I got to say to 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 women out there to be like, oh, I took your man, blah blah blah. No, if you took him, he wasn't mine. He was trash. And you, ma'am, are a raccoon because you was outside digging and rummaging through people's trash. Lord, I I haven't heard anything but from Erica about this. Now I want to hear from Erica. Um, I agree that it must have been some sort of dig or something. I don't feel like she had to add the thing about he was married at the time because I don't even remember when she said she said she met them at the met him at the club, but I don't recall her saying back then whether he was married or single. I think we presumed he was single, but he might have been married when she's on at the club. We don't know. And she didn't mention it back then, which is the same thing she should have done now. The only thing I can say is um I don't know. Maybe she's like side chick goals. I don't know because she did get the man, but 
I also think that maybe, um, because it sounded like she definitely sounded even more so to me than Karen. I thought the whole reason for even bringing it up was like, this is what I'm going to do when I go to Miami, boo. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how I get down when I'm in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure it's all good because you know how I met you. That's kind of how she And, 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 and here's the thing. Bring it. Because I have a daughter. I am trying to raise my daughter that have established yourself. Because Mia is not the most good looking woman in this city. Oh, Lord. You understand? That you're not going to cause traffic or accident just because Mia was driving a car and you know you and as a man oh my gosh she's so it's not happening you understand mm. she's not the most educated she's not the most intelligent Jesus. on the cast forget about this the cast and therefore raising my daughter to know how how I work you don't need a man to complete you, it doesn't matter finances, emotionally, spiritually, you're gonna have to be complete yourself so that you can be on the same level. So that I don't have to have my daughter getting married to a senior citizen because of the money. Okay. That's true, but isn't she like on her twenty fifth franchise? So I mean, she's popping something right. I'm just no, she's fired. She's fired. (laughs) She has received her last paycheck a few weeks ago. Girl, listen, (laughs) this girl over here. um, First of all, you're confusing us. (laughs) Don't go, (laughs) kids. I don't know. Bullshit. Mm -mm. Listen, I, I, I went and I was talking to Dina and Confessions, and I told them. I did my mammogram the first time two weeks ago. And they called me and said, you know, you have to do a follow-up. I would have gone on those social media. <laughs> they have told me to come home for a follow-up. Find your facts first before you start acting like you're now. Oh, and then and, and then we find we find out, oh, it was nothing. It wasn't cancer. You're, don't do that. There are people dying. That's true. Although cancer. when um, G started to ask her about her health and stuff, um, it sounded like she go. had lumps and some other things in some other places. So it sounded like some of it, to me, it sounded like she might be having some issues with some of the fake stuff she has in her body. Because she was like something on her side. I was like, oh, that booty's moving. That's what I thought. Booty is moving. I cannot look that. She already admitted to Robin on camera that the lump is on her behind. Right, exactly, and that's. But she remember her behind is fake. So right, is that is that a lump? Is that silicone? Like that's a thing. That is. I mean, that's a serious health problem. It's not cancer, but when you put a lot of plastics in your body, then you you know you can't have these sort of repercussions. Okay, 100%. And she and she probably ain't getting her massages like she's supposed to either. That's how you get lumps. Yeah, but I do feel like maybe she and G do seem to be evenly matched in the sort of like 
I'm a freak department because he see, because <laughs> it see, I don't know, but I feel like maybe they're going to, I don't know if they're doing threesomes. I don't know, but it seems like they're, they're married. I really feel like. bad. I feel bad for mothers who are struggling to raise their families. And in, in the family, you have a daughter and she can see you struggling. And the only thing she sees is money, money, money. I'm not saying that I'm not struggling. I am struggling. But I don't want my daughter to see money, money, money. I want my daughter to see character. That I come home, I cook for my children, I go to that Walmart, do my shopping, make sure that my children having a good meal, making sure that my children, where is your homework? Have you done your homework? Because life is not easy. You're not going to get it just because you're looking cute. You're not going to get it, my son, because you think that, you know, you're a good African-American man that you're going to get. No. And it has to start from there. It has to start from there. And this is why you see uh, the, the girl who is getting divorced. What's her name? Ashley. <laughs> uh -huh. Mia gives me the exact same as Ashley. Like, I don't think she really yes. wants to do all this freaky stuff for her husband, but she gives me, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to maintain this status. And yeah, because she's scared of going back to the poverty that she was raised in, though. I mean, I think she is scared about going to back to poverty, but she does, to me, give me more of a freak than Ashley did personally but maybe it's just a stripper or the fake everything but erica you cannot, you erica, bit more you cannot say erica but you cannot you cannot forget that ashley's husband was taking care of her her mother and the boyfriend no 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 i mean i understand to me i feel like ashley was more like okay i'll do what i gotta do to maintain michael to me yes. he seems yes. more of a freak I mean, to me personally, she seems a little bit more freaky than Ashley does personally, but we'll see over time because we really don't know her. So, yeah. Uh, and she lies so much, we may never know. Okay, y'all. I was over here Googling because I was perplexed. <laughs> so, what I found was that G and Mia got married on May 5th of 2012, but they met in 2003. After, and it says after his divorce, of course, you know, they can always spin the narrative or whatever, but I don't know. Wait, they met in 2003? Yeah. And they married what year? 2012. Oh, that girl was already not on his inbox. <laughs> Yeah, so I oh, guess oh, the question we need to know is when he got divorced. I'm yeah. looking for it. I'm looking. I'm don't y'all see me over here searching. Undisputed receipt queen. Go ahead. But sorry, go ahead. Kiss my cheeks. You were saying I was saying the same thing. I said that's a long time because my son was born in 2003, so that's 19 years, and she has a 14 year old, and we know she has some kind of relationship with another man to have this 14 year old. So. I'm thinking well, no, that's 10. If they if they met in 2003, they got married Wait. in 2012. So that's 11. 
Wait, kiss my sick. Did you say she he has she has an, another relationship? What happened? Well, she has a 14 year old by another man. So her oldest child. Oh, yeah, still on me. So only the two youngest ones are his children. But I mean, it makes sense. No, it ain't nothing. It, look at what we're saying here. Okay, so look. So they met 19 years ago. I mean, but Hold if on, you look at we... that photo, that photo looked like it was about 20 years old. So that makes sense, actually, because we showed the picture of her in Miami. <laughs> that wasn't 10 years ago. That's that looked insane. like she was right out of college. Right, but they only you got married right, old... 10 years ago. It says here they met in 2003. So he probably was married, and she was doing her thing, and he was doing his thing. She gold has, she had the oldest gold. child that's 14. Come on, let's do the math. It's a gold digger. She looked at him. Oh, Lord, she Jesus. saw the money. She's like, you know what? I'm not gonna go over here, do what I have to do, but I'm coming back. Yes, okay. I mean, we don't know the status of the relationship or the marriage at the time or anything. They're not breaking that they're part. Not about well, we don't know. Trust you, I'm me. not saying that her cheating uh -uh. is correct or Mia, anything. I'm saying, this says right I'm, here. I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying that we don't know the status of the relationship as far as not Mia. You don't have to know the marriage. Mia. We are with the husband who has dentures. We don't have to know anything. Oh my god. Okay. Do you understand? We don't have to know anything. Okay. Look, let's, 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 let's move, let's move, move on from the conversation with his teeth. We know those are Mod. dentures. Mod. <laughs> Moving on from dentures to sweet 16. <laughs> Well, it just said it this this what it says. Following his divorce from Deborah, Gordon met me and Nicole Fields in 2003. Okay, so now we almost into 2023. So that's 20 years. Let's just say for shits and giggles, 20 that's 20 years. If she has a current 14 year old, mm -hmm. she does. And it's not no, I never, Wait a minute, y'all ain't never backslid before. You know what I'm saying? You oh, look I'm up at somebody one time. Everybody I'm has backslid at some point in time in their life, child. I recycle to keep my body count low. I ain't, I ain't mad. Exactly. She gave it up on vacation in Miami. But I then she ran into him again. I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. like you guys. I'm not like you guys. No, no, no. She's but, talking about, no. <laughs> wait, hold on. You said not like you guys. Like, if you have an ex-mod, your ex-husband, and you are not together with him, and you slide back to no, the past because you don't I be don't. out there collecting numbers I on cannot. your bed post. I can't. But some people do. Some people do. I and she cannot. probably kept her eye on the prize. Nothing about sliding back. You know? Yeah, I think divorce, she probably... Divorce. A divorce. My ancestors caused me to... Ma, you know what, you girl? You know what, girl? I'm not doing it with you. I am not well, doing it with you. Because Ma is an happily married woman, and she knows nothing of this conversation. But I'm not... I'm just saying, if you she's do know that, no, 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 and if Ma you do, got to go along with the story they're trying Dina. to put out here. No, the Dina, math is not mathing. Dina, Ma's yeah. trying to say that if she gets divorced, she is not going backwards. Ma's been married 100 years. Look, let me tell you something about mine. Mine been married a hundred years, and God forbid she ever get divorced. As cold as it gets in Buffalo, oh she gonna be backsliding all up and down Main Street. That's why I want to talk about love is blind because there's an African man over there. He knows what when it comes to marriage. When it comes, you say yes, you're gonna be consulting everybody in the clan for you to divorce. 
and he made the right choice. Go ahead. All right. Uh, thank you. Go ahead. We are going on really quickly, briefly. Talking about Gazelle and her sweet 16 and kids. I mean, it was a, a small filler with her and the kids talking. Her mom, her girls are beautiful for one. Oh, yeah, they are absolutely they are gorgeous. Beautiful children. They are. And I've also shown briefly of her and her ex. You know, I really have forgot about him. I see him briefly on his little whatever. <laughs> I really have forgot about him. But, child. So, let's go ahead and go to um, Robin. I don't give up. I don't give up. Mm. Uh... No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, too early. My bad, my bad. You Before we get the there, my now. bad, my bad. Robin goes see her lawyer, and that was mm. pretty boring. But then we go to the cooled picking of the tulips. So what I don't understand is why are we picking tulips and we got to have a blanket to do it? What is happening? Stay. I will say this about Robin's meeting with the lawyer. I don't Who's think she sold that many hats. Like, I do not feel like you need a prenup because of that little hat business. I'm just saying. <laughs> Come on, Erica. I think they're getting some sponsorships for re reasonably shady. But my whole thing was, I feel, and I said it last night, I feel like Robin was playing dumb. Like, she keeps wanting to slip these digs in at Juan about his past issues. Because, again, I'm going to say this. When before... He was already cheating before y'all lost the money. You know what I'm saying? So you knew you couldn't leave. You know what I'm saying? Or you didn't want to leave or whatever the case was when he was cheating and you could have walked away with something. Because she keeps saying, well, by the time we divorced, we were broke. So the prenup was, was, didn't mean anything. But now he got this coaching job. You got your couple of business. Now you want to throw an infidelity clause like, oh, I'm just trying to protect yourself. If you don't trust that that man has not gone, is not going to cheat on you, why are you marrying him? Because, because when he first because when he first met him, he was an influencer. He was making so much money. You never had a good credit score. You got money. The only way he's gonna make that money again no, is if he true. start uh if he start coaching for a D one college or he starts coaching for the but NBA. I'm not talking about him, I'm talking about her. That's not true. Saying for her. Like, listen now. She knows she thinks that everybody's talking about her. She thinks that you know everybody knows about her. And so her self-esteem is over there. Ah. That's mm. why she's looking for this prenup. That's why she's doing all doing all these things. I think it's just she's a storyline. I don't even yeah. think they have enough to make a prenup right. even relevant, honestly. And, I'm and like, that's yeah. what I'm that's what I'm saying. Because he's not even coaching at a D1 school. I don't oh, think no. he got it. I don't think she, I think the most they both get, and they're like, we need to stay on Bravo, and we're going to make up a storyline every season, so we do. Because every year, oh, I'm going to propose. Oh, we're back together. Oh, wait, does he have a side chick or not? We've been hanging on with them since day one. He, ain't gonna, he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he cannot afford a side chick. And I think Andy said in some place where y'all don't even get married this season. So they just oh, yes,
I was just saying Juan is not unattractive, so I don't want to go there with that. He's Thank you. Me and Michael Darby were both here with Juan. Oh, I say, I, okay, first of all, I never said he was attractive. Me myself, I never said he was. I, I mean, he's said. easy he's on the eyes. He's not. He not. don't fit my profile. He he's not he a uh, fiance. He's not hideous. Now, Michael Darby. Is I'm sorry. I said, why Michael is everybody marrying this type? Is there something? Is it is the money? Because Portia's um Ain't no fiance money. looks he like have that. The money. Portia, we know that's for the money. But I want to say this about Robin and them. Mod, you could read. I'm tired of this storyline of a prenuptial when there's not going to be a wedding. You're wasting <laughs> your little <laughs> Yes, yes. Producers, for that right hour with new that shit. Because you're not getting married. And I feel like Juan is all that Robin knows. That man moved into her family's home when they were still in high school. And that they've been dating and got married ever since. I don't think Juan wants Robin, but they were at a point of brokenness where he couldn't officially leave Robin. They needed each other because Ooh, it's cheaper to stay together. I but I think Robin throws digs at Juan the way she does about their past because mm -hmm. she knows they aren't going to get married. This man proposed to you on national TV with a glass ring. Oh, shit. That's bullshit. Please stop it with this prenup. Until you set a wedding date, I don't want to hear shit. No, I'm I'm trying not to cuss on your channel, Kamisha. I don't want to hear nothing else about a prenup until you tell me we got a wedding date. Because how you don't went down to the courthouse and got a marriage license, but you still don't have a wedding date. They're doing all of this stuff for Bravo, and Bravo needs to fire you. And while you worried about what you can protect, you need to worry about what you can give to this show so you can have a job. Because unlike Juan, he has a skill. He has a talent. He could work his way up to a D1 school. He could work his way up to an NBA coaching job. Robin, you have nothing. No one wants those 99-cent hats. And no one wants to hear you and that damn dragon talk BS on the podcast. So you hold but, on. But, 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 but this is what I want to say. You tell me who... In the real houses of whatever Beverly Hills, Atlanta, DC, <laughs> who has the most educated woman is a black woman in Potomac. Mm. Wendy. Mm. Tell me who are the most talented husband. The guy is playing is, is for for NBA. It is every day. Is a struggle for black people to compete with Erica to compete the stupid what's the girl's name? Beverly Hills. She gets in my nerves all the time. What's I don't watch it. I don't know. Lisa Rana. I mean, there's yes! so many. Yes. Yeah, but but I mean, here here's here's okay, the no, thing, no, no, though. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Every time. It's unfortunate that we have to get up in the morning, do like 10 times more than these white bitches over here. Oh, they have Lord. to do. Okay. Okay. 
But we've all been black in America long enough to know it's not fair and it's not equal. So they right. knew they were black in America when they when they were born. So yeah, I don't true. care nothing about that. Robin could do better. Exactly. But here, and honestly, um, Ebony on Real Housewives of New York, I met her. She's an attorney. I mean, she's also yes. very, very smart and accomplished. So definitely, you know, I think there's a balance yeah, of the no women. Longer she's no longer back a bit. But, okay, have y'all thought about she's this scenario? She's making a point, though, Mod. She's making a point. Have y'all thought about this scenario? Hold on, wait, I to, hold, on, one, hold on, I'm sorry. One Erica, go ahead. No, no, I yeah, was just Erica. saying, like, I agree with Mod that we do struggle, but I do feel like there are women, black women, that are bringing things to each each platform. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, I think but you're cautious. But you're, you can see how Gazelle, how Gazelle is cautious. Yo! You're putting my book in a in a dustbin, and you think that I'm gonna be cool? Uh, I mean, that's true. Right? But people went off on Nene well, when she filed that lawsuit. My God, y'all came out at the same time. My, let Erica talk to me. Well, your ass is being prosecuted because of the people your your husband took money from, and now I'm I'm supposed to be here keeping cute and girl. Erica, go ahead. You talk about All I was going to say is, with Mod's point, is that all the way back from Nene made this shit. You know what I'm saying? And did nobody want to support her lawsuit or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah. we wouldn't even have reunions if it weren't for Nene. Duh. So right now, there's always been discrepancy about how they treat women of color versus everybody else. Agreed. And... And it's, unfortunately, it's, it's yeah. unfortunate that when Nini speaks, everyone, oh, oh, aggressive. Oh, 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 no, that's because, not true. Because no, no, I'm just saying. Listen, you have to you, you have to realize. Ni, uh, Nini established. Nini put the, all these black women. All this, who is bugging her? Who is bugging her? Nobody. No, the issue with Nini is Nini let the stuff ride under the table because it was beneficial to her. So she knows about Andy being racist being colorist, whatever you want to say, as long as she was getting her check and she was the HBIC of Atlanta, she didn't have any complaints. No, it no, wasn't no, no, no. until she couldn't get her way that no. she wanted to speak out. So it was kind of no. like when it was no, all Nini good, you didn't have nothing to say. Nini complained. Nini complained in all her ways. I'm being treated this way. I'm being treated this way. I'm being treated this way. But then again, you're complaining over here. You're a black woman. You're you're saying that you're being treated this way. But then Kelly comes. Oh, <laughs> I don't see anything. I am being treated that I don't see any racism. That is the problem. It is the problem. the problem. But Nini didn't that see anything when she was getting two million dollars. Mad, mad, hold on, mad. One black mad. woman is complaining about the company. Mad. Hold on, let Kimachi finish, baby. Come on, Kimachi, go ahead. 
I'm not discrediting anything that Nene says. And I actually believe a lot of what she says because you can look at what's going on now and see it. But when Nene was getting paid $2.5 million a season like Candy and everybody else, Nene was not talking. She was quiet. She was laughing in Andy's face. She was the favorite. It was not until she fell out of her grace that she wanted to talk. And some people don't respect that because it was like when it was all good in the hood, you didn't have a problem with it. It oh, was wow. it was OK. And so now that Candy is saying she don't see anything because Candy is now making two point five million dollars a season. Mm -hmm. So it's it's different when you can stand I mean, up I mean, in it and speak stuff. out. Really kind of like this. Kaepernick, where you risking it all to speak out. That's different. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Nene didn't I risk need, anything. I, I need this stuff. We cannot Ma, no, Ma, let her finish. Ma, let her finish. We cannot Ma, Let her finish. Ma, 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 I'm going to let, let her finish, and then you will say what you guys say. Kimochi, go ahead and finish. But that's a part of the problem. Nene is a part of why we're our own enemy, because if she saw all of this stuff going on back then, why didn't you speak out back then? Because you had $2.5 million. You didn't speak out until you no longer had a contract. And now you want to sue. Now they're being racist. Now they're being unfair. And it looks like you only have something to say because you no longer can benefit from that machine. You I have to get a green. After you make your point, we are going to get back to Potomac. You're going to have to realize how smart these people are. Did you hear me, Ma? They're going to try to play with us as much as they can. They are going to act like, oh, she never spoke about it. And we're over here acting like, oh, she never talked about it. She complained about it over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. But because our pockets are not compromised, because Candy's pockets are not compromised, she's been given these opportunities and these opportunities and these opportunities. She is a traitor in the bottom that you're trying to fight. All right, look. Now we're done talking about that. With all that stuff, we're done talking about that. Now we're moving on to nothing, something else. Now we still spoke about this, the the Candace, all that stuff. We moving on to we we, we skipped Wendy, um, <laughs> had the Kidney Stones. I've never experienced it before, but I didn't know that's really a bad thing. But it seems like her and Ashley are like you know becoming closer. They ride to this party bus, as they said from 1985, <laughs> and as we have Candace who spoke about oh, the wild boars. And she spoke about, I guess, her and Monique, you know, I mean, look, that stretch was so crazy. Oh, Jesus, that was a bad time. But anyway, um, how did y'all feel about all of that? The, the wild boars, the party bus, because we're going to get to the part where we got her saying, I don't give up, you know. <laughs> bullshit, 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 because we have been compromised. We have allowed money to get into our situations. Okay. Ma, There's no longer I know goodwill. No Ma, longer I know goodwill that you know we have moved on to a different topic and you are talking about that. Now you know good and well. We have moved on. Girl, what is happening? Well, can I just say what I want to say about this? Because I got another a place to be um on YouTube right quick. I just want to say, first of all. 
if you get to ride somewhere and you don't have to drive because y'all going to be drinking, I don't know what the big deal about the complaining was. I think these women are trying to be more bougie than they really are um, for clicks and views and gig- shits and giggles or whatever. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this right here because <laughs> this, well, it's, it's, it's all good because I love promoting black women and the injustice that we go through. The conversation that Mod and Kid My Cheese just had was very insightful. I love the topic. I live in that topic. Um, and I love to see the conversation and the passion that the two of the ladies actually just had. I'm tired of was... that conversation. Mod, Mod, hold on, Mod. Just mute. Mod, but what I'm saying is I enjoyed the conversation that you guys had. But I want to, I'm going to, because we probably, I'm about to end this live. But what I want to talk about, which I, I mean, get your opinion on really quick, is when Robin said that she was in touch by Sharice, and I want y'all to be real about this, because I watched the clip. She said, she called Sharice on the phone and said, I wasn't, you know, did you touch me? Now, if you guys remember, my Dina, Erica, and, uh, I'm sorry, Kim, my, Kim my Cheeks, she put her hand up to pull her back. Is that not yes. touching? Yes, she did. I don't understand did. that part. And that's what that's what she, I wanted to say about that whole situation. I'm sorry, you're lying on camera. You called a girl on the phone and said, "Did you did you touch me?" She said, "No." Her and Giselle all the smoke. I didn't agree with that because she had to put her hand up to keep her from going at her. She it pulled. It, she was sitting down. She was sitting down, and she kind of grabbed her arm back a little bit. Then Cherie stood up, and she was pushing her like on her uh, stomach area because they played the they, they played the replay. So for me, all that was just like okay, this this we we separating the clicks now. For me, that's what it was. I was like, okay, we know who got who's back. And yeah, I know I'm on FaceTime and I'm on speaker. Everybody be quiet so we can hear Sharice lie. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I do wish the producers will step in in the moment instead of waiting for the reunion and be like, um, let's roll this beautiful bean footage right here. You know right. what I'm saying? But I mean, because exactly. it still would heighten the drama because Robin right. did all that extra. And yes, somebody did have to hold you back. Uh, I want to hear from Erica and Kim my cheeks in mod. Um, I, I, I did not really think that Robin was actually going to fight Wendy. I mean, she stood up because the girl was like, stand in it. And so she stood up, but I didn't think she was going to fight her. Did Sharice actually physically touch her? Yes. But I don't think it was like, Ooh, hold me back. Like it wasn't even like that to me, in my opinion. She got that's in the between question. them. But, but that wasn't the question. Though. The question that, hold on. But that wasn't the question. They, she said, did you have to physically stop me or touch me? That she didn't ask her, was she going to fight her? She physically did stop. Now she didn't touch her. She just said, "Hey, girl, chill." I, okay, but she physically put her arm up and pushed her back because that was the question. Uh, Kid my cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin knew that Sharice had to push her back. Now I agree with Erica. I don't think Robin had any intent on laying a hand on Wendy. She stood up because Wendy was, you know, they was arguing. She says mm-hmm. that. But Robin also needs to realize this is a pattern. Look at the clips on Twitter. This is your third time standing up, walking all up in somebody's face. If you don't want to be considered aggressive or a thug, learn how to argue in your seat. 
smart. I just I just don't want to see black women giving the society what they're expecting. Okay, Dina. Thank you, Mama. Okay. I don't want them to see. Oh, so we are here appreciating everything about Beverly Hills, but we are over here. Is this the answer to the question of, of, of did uh, she put her hand up when uh, <laughs> my Afro mama, I asked you a question and you know I want to, now, now you know the, the debate because she called her on the phone. She called Sharice. So for me, I'm asking. That was bullshit. Hold on, mama. I agree. Hold on, mama. I'm you guys on that one. It so was so she, she called her on. Hold on, my wait, wait. So she called her on the phone for everybody to hear. Mm -hmm. And Giselle was talking for her, getting loud. Just we just just paint the picture. And then she called Sharice. It's like, oh, okay. Did you touch me or whatever? And she's like, no, I didn't. So yes, she did. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, she did. She put her hands on. Cher uh, was trying to come in between. Oh yeah, she did. She did. She's lying. So. That's one question. What do you think about that? Because she literally said it. Like, it's it's the truth. You got you you usually get caught up in this situation. She might not have understood that you know you know she put hands on anybody or she was. I'm I'm not gonna read too much into it. Okay. So that pretty much was the end because of the episode, oh, no. and I wanted to ask you about that because I thought that was weird with the end. I just don't want to start breaking marriages oh, wait, because on. of a okay. show i do not want candace married to be broken just because of love and marriage potomac mm. i don't want that okay I want, I want her to be to have self-esteem to know that she has this she got this she can do her ivf it doesn't have to be a storyline do you want to be a mother go ahead be a mother okay guys so I have to go, but before I go, let me play the clip really quick that my girl Kimachi sent me. For the next episode. Oh, oh my God. What? Lord. They wouldn't let me bring the bottle, but they let me take the glass. 
Are you okay? I'm tired. I'm fine. I couldn't. My Uber is like still 30 minutes out. Are you okay? Because we roll together. Here's my thing, Wendy. I know I got hostile, right? But I wanted to bring it up, especially in front of Giselle. Why did you want to bring it up in front of Giselle? Because when I was at Candace's house, she kept saying, Giselle is just being phony and she's just saying all of this because she just wants to say it in front of the group. All I was saying to her is, with Nia saying that, you know, he was looking at her and with this information from my friend, maybe he needs to do just a little check and say, maybe I'm like being a little too friendly. I think we're going to get out of here. While I have you. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I wanted um, to talk to you. Look at the view. Did you see the view? It's lovely. So, um, <laughs> I wanted lovely. to talk to you one-on-one. Great. Yeah. So I wasn't going to interject uh-huh. in that. Mm-hmm. Last time that you spoke, I had to get up and leave. Right. But I wanted to make sure that I was clear on understanding your feelings and where you are. You mentioned that you all went into your dressing room. You and my and Chris, yeah. And you were uncomfortable. Right. Correct. So what exactly made you uncomfortable? I'm in a room mm-hmm. with a man that does not belong to me. Right. And the door's closed. Right. And so I asked him to say and he immediately did. That's oh my and I God. thought you should know. So you're saying that he suggested that you all go talk in your room. Yes. Because he said that he asked you to talk, and you suggested that you go no. to your room. I said, Giselle, can we talk? And she said, yeah, let's go to my room. So she suggested going to your room. 99% sure that that's how that went down. And ah. So she said, should we leave the door open? There was nobody in there. Right. So I even suggested leave the door open. I don't need anybody, you know, suggesting anything else. Right. You know, happen. She was like, yeah, I don't need any rumors like that going on about me either. I don't recall, recall him saying. If he said that, then he knew this was inappropriate. That there implies some sort of malintent for you to say, well, Chris knew that no one was in the room and he still lured me. I didn't say lured. That's the intent. I didn't say that word. He lured me into the room to talk to me. Do you believe that he had malintent? I don't know, Candace. It is as simple as I do not want to be in a room with a married man. Mm. Chris is maybe doing things that he feels comfortable with. But the ladies don't. Ooh. Ashley says that at the spring party, that Chris came on to someone else. Was she specific? No, she wasn't. I'm not vindictive, and I'm not trying to be vindictive. That narrative has to stop. When I saw my friend yesterday, who was at the party, who was at the party, and she asked me if they're still together, okay? Who is this friend? Deborah is a friend of mine who I met at my mom group. Are you inviting all the girls to the dance class? I think so. In the Kansas? Yeah, you know, Candace and I are good. So the girl to me, obviously going to be probably a part of the reunion or whatever, I'm pretty sure, saying now, Chris, somebody in chat said that um, they're targeting Chris and Wendy. And I want to say this. It's looking in that direction because Wendy is being targeted as a bad guy. Uh, I love her and her family. They're beautiful. And also, Chris is being also targeted as well. That's how I feel about it. Because now, Chris is being involved where women are uncomfortable. Now, out the blue, Ashley's friend saying, oh, she's saying that he said, su- su-. I'm like, what? what's the tea? You tell me this whole entire time, Chris wasn't doing anything? Chris has been involved with you guys as far as cast or whatever for years. And all of a sudden, now, that's the issue? 
don't know. Anyway, we will come back to this. Uh, that's the, that was a preview of next week. Well, next week we come back to the book. We'll discuss more about all of that, and we'll get into um, Chris and Monique. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Chris and Monique. I'm sorry, Chris and Candace more. I really want to get to that more next um, time we all get together. Thank you, ladies, for um, coming on. And once again, it was an epic live as always. Love y'all down. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>